0: What's going on? It's Keyshawn. Welcome to my show, Undisputed Presents All Facts No Breaks Podcast. Sitting next to me today is a former, whatever, man, UCLA Bruin across town. He was a 14-year NBA veteran <laughs> and an NBA champion, a host of All Smoke Podcast. Matt Barnes, one of my homeboys, and I like to call them the light skin crew, because at UCLA, you know, they all got the light skin. fair skin is what we would say. All of them, for a long period of time, they look like my man, but they didn't all play like my man. What's up,
1: man? I'm good, man. Well, first of all, man, congratulations on everything, man. I appreciate you it. I you made a transition here and, and, and with the new deal, and they got you set up nice in here. They try. Yeah, you got set up. I mean, all these TVs and all these, this shit is big time, bro. It's graphics. Yeah. But what makes
0: the show is people like you coming on as my guest and, and you know, sharing yeah. the spotlight with me, Yeah. Yeah. so yeah. to speak, and being able to talk all sports and break it all down and get a facts, you know, because a lot of times when we as ex-players tend to take these jobs in the media, we got one foot in, one foot mm-hmm. out. We scared to have real conversations mm-hmm. and tell it like it is. But when I created this in particular situation, I said, nah, Shoes coming off.
1: Okay, I see, you, got your, you got your toes out. Oh, yeah, out. man. I got yeah, my you, toes out. And it's raining. Your, but, but it's your place. So you can have your toes out <laughs> in your place, man. Let's get it.
0: And on top of that, I get an opportunity to work with my son, Keyshawn Jr., 25-year-old. I seen year old. I, seen I bring him in the fold. A little bit of nepotism around here. Because that's what they do. Hey, man, you got to... If Hey, look. I say it this way, Matt. If I don't do it, who will? Right? Come on, man. Because yeah, they... Fill out the application. He fills out the application... He call him the next day. They're going to tell him, oh, well, we're still looking over it. Meanwhile, they didn't hire 12 other people, so mm-hmm. I got him under control.
1: No, I got my kids got their own little podcast, too, and they're hooping, so they, they're working their way up the pipeline, too. Okay. Yeah.
0: What's up, Kiki? What's up? Yeah,
2: we'll talk about that later, but let's start off the show with some NBA. After the Lakers fell below five hundred, a disgruntled LeBron James addressed the media the other night. Take a look.
3: We could, on any given night, beat any team in the NBA. And then on any given night, we get our ass kicked by any team. In the it's just the. what's our record? One, one game under 500 is what we've seen. Under 500? One game under 500. Yeah, what, 24-25? That's where we are.
2: The King also took to Twitter to post his first cryptic tweet of the year, sending out an hourglass emoji.
1: Matt, how do you interpret this tweet from Bron? Somebody's on their way out. That's exactly what that hourglass means. That when all that sand falls to the bottom, a couple guys that are in Laker uniforms ain't going to be there no more.
0: No, but look, it's still some left at the top. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. When it yeah. all falls to the bottom. And,
0: and, and he may be speaking, you know, I go back and forth. He could be speaking to the players, but obviously you played in the NBA. You played against LeBron. You know how he operates and manipulates things over there with Rich Paul and Clutch to get certain guys in the situation. <laughs> The, in the end, is he talking to Darwin Ham though? Like, what is he really saying?
1: I mean, there ain't no really no telling. You know, obviously with LeBron's greatness, a lot comes with that. Yes. And um, I actually just talked to D Ham the other day, and you know, I had D Ham when I played for the Lakers back when when, when I was with, over there with Kobe, and he was an assistant coach. But coming into that key, you know, you from here, it, 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 the light never turns off. No. Whether you're winning, whether you're losing, you're the number one team talked about in all of sports. So I hit D Ham yesterday, just told him to hold his head, man, because. He's going to be the scapegoat whether it's his fault or not because players are making so much money now that the, the, the coach has to be the scapegoat. Back when I first came in the league, the coach has carried a lot of weight. Uh, but as we've transitioned, the game is growing, players are making more money. Now, nine out of ten times, the coach is the scapegoat. Again, I'm not sure if it's his fault or not, but he will be blamed for what's going on. What, what type of coach could withstand
0: the turbulence that's going on with the Lakers right now? It's, like, what
1: type of coach? Maybe just LeBron being player coach. Maybe, I mean, that could work. I mean, it, it's a tough seat. Again, it's a hot seat. Because of consistently LeBron. Talk. I'm not necessarily saying Bron, because LeBron, it's, because it's, it's the Lakers, first of all. So, first and foremost, and then you add LeBron's light to that Laker light, and that light, you know, you need a lot of sunblock on to sit underneath that light. So, mm-hmm. whether it's Darvin Ham or somebody else, it's always going to be a hot seat in a hot position. At the end of the day, this is an older team with the you know every year they're constructing a new roster, you know chemistry is very important, and I feel like because they got that bubble championship off a team they built that first season, that Laker fans expect every single year, we can just throw a bunch of guys together with LeBron and they can win a championship, and, it, and it's not like that. So again, I don't know how cryptic it was or who it was to, whether it's teammates or whether it's to the coach, but you know some somebody gonna hit, gonna roll, something's gonna change. Gonna and some, something's something's gonna gonna
0: change. change. See, uh, the reason I say because of LeBron is because I feel like it's so hard to win the opinion of others when you're coaching a LeBron or Mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant. Like, it's just hard. Yeah. Because they ain't going nowhere. No. Right? I mean, at the end of the day, they're such great champions. And Michael Jordan, obviously, but he had Mm field basically the entire time that he was winning championships. It's just so hard to be able to, because you damned if you do, damned if you don't, as a coach – with somebody like LeBron. Now, LeBron ain't necessarily trying to push you out, Mm-mm. but if you're not winning, people look at it and they go, well, it ain't LeBron, it's
1: yeah. this yeah. dude. And it's tough because, again, LeBron is coming down, unfortunately, to kind of the backside of his career. We may only have Braun maybe two, three more years, yeah. four, if we're lucky. And I say lucky because I think too often we sit back in and, and fans sit back and criticize and critique everything he does instead of enjoying his greatness, but the clock is ticking yes. and his hourglass is ticking. So he wants to maximize his time. I feel like he will be a Laker until he's done, unless he you know, goes back to maybe a Cleveland to retire his jersey because that's maybe where he started. But I think his playing days are going to finish in L.A. And he wants to have the best team around him. And the one thing I will say about this is they have a lot of assets. They have some similar players and they have a lot of assets to go out there and get uh, them. And I'm a big fan of Austin Reeves, but I think that the Lakers are overvaluing who he is. You know
0: is. what's so crazy about this, Matt? And I and I'll never give up my conversation, the name of my conversation. Right, right, right. But I had I had a real conversation with a real individual that really knows the game. Mm-hmm. Like he helped create basketball, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. And we were having dinner. This was the start of the season. And he this started the season. He told me, he says. Your team, because, you know, I'm a mm-hmm. He says, your team isn't good, Keyshawn. Mm. And I'm trying to, I'm listening to him. <laughs> I'm not going right? <laughs> right, right, right. to argue with him, right? Because I can't argue
1: with him. It's like OG. And right. I'm
0: like, what you mean? He goes, they got LeBron James, who's 39 years old, and they got Anthony Davis when he wants to play. Mm. I said, but they got Austin Reeves. He said, Austin Reeves is a good little player. That's what he said. So I'm sitting back, and I'm listening to it, and I'm saying to myself, okay, but because I can't argue with him. Right. Ain't no way in the world. Right. So we just chopping it up. And he's telling you, so you're not good. The other team is better. He goes, the other team. He said, the other team probably going to win the NBA finals. Mm. I'm like, Mm. no. It's like, don't worry about the chemistry. Don't worry about James Harden. You say the other
4: team,
1: you mean the Clippers. You mean the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He
0: said the other team. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. I just listened to it. But now that I look back at that conversation and I look at what the Clippers and Kawhi and if they stay healthy – I'm like, yeah, he yeah. he was kind of right.
1: Yeah, no, I mean again, I'm a big fan of Austin Reeves. I think he's done a great job while he's been a Laker, but I feel like when you know when I'm reading trade stuff and possible, we're not giving him up unless we get an all-star. But but he's not an all-star. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and again, all due respect, great role play. Yeah. Great role player. But if you're gonna have to count on him night in, night out to be that second guy if A D decides to chill or that third guy consistently. Is that what he's gonna give you? And again, huge fan. I, I like Austin. I like Austin a lot. But again, I think just the Lakers are overvaluing because a lot of teams want him. And 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 I think in order to really make a move, they may have to give him up. But it seems like they're very reluctant to give him up. And I'm reading like we're only giving Austin Reeve up for a third star. Well, if he was that third star, you wouldn't be giving him up in the first place. Yeah. You know, so it's a lot of stuff going on over there. Rob's got his hands full, Jeannie's got her hands full. And um, but again. They've been great at the trade deadline, making things happen, putting things together. And, again, this team, I feel like this team wasn't going to be a regular season team. They're big. They're long. They're older. I feel like they were get to the playoffs and they could make possibly another run like they did last year because they're in a similar state, maybe – three games worse than they were last year. I don't know exactly what their record is at this point, but I feel, like 24 this team, and 25. I feel like this team is built for the playoffs if they can get to the playoffs because there's more rest there, there's more strategy there, and that's where LeBron's greatness kicks in.
0: They play Boston, they play Boston tonight in Boston. AD and, and um, LeBron are questionable, but it's a big-time nationally televised game. I'm assuming they going to play. play. Yeah. I'm assuming, but
1: AD set out last game against Atlanta, if I wasn't mistaken. Braun played.
0: He set out Atlanta, and he was in and out against Houston. Okay. So. Ain't no telling. Uh,
2: Matt, you mentioned that you have been talking to Darvin Ham. So let's quickly throw it back to a moment that was caught on video with you guys. Let's roll the tape. That's
3: what we <laughs>
1: a lot of the corner, man. Somebody that's my guy. <laughs> yeah, so my
2: question for you are, are the Lakers too soft? Do they need an enforcer so like that, you?
1: That's what that conversation was talking about. I think that was Summer League maybe two or three years ago. And uh, they were talking about the, the game isn't the same anymore. And, uh, you know, if I, if I wanted to come out there and, and, and strap it back up. But. Uh, oh, so
0: he, what, he, this is, this is before he became the Laker coach.
1: I think this was as if he's been there for two years, right? Two, so, I think year year. I, yeah, so I last year? Yeah. So I, yeah. So I think this was his first year coming into being the Lakers coach. Oh, okay. Right? Last year was his first yeah, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, it, it was that summer league. And. You know, they could definitely use some physicality. But at the end of the day, I think the game overall has moved away from that. The, you know, the Draymond Greens, the Pat Bev's, uh, they're, they're kind of the last of a dying breed. The game has gone away from any kind of physicality, any kind of real defense, what I feel like is a real issue in, in the game. And it's more about getting up and down and who can score the most points without any resistance.
0: Yeah, see, when I look at the Lakers, though, it, it feels like to me they're missing – the, I don't want to call it enforcer, but somebody that ain't going to play no fucking yeah. games. Could be. Because that ain't, that, that's really not LeBron's personality. No. Like when you watched him the other night against Houston and, and, and Brooks oh, yeah. is Some, acting like someone he Someone should acted. have
1: slapped the shit out of Brooks. He, yeah. yeah. They be letting but, him slide too but, much. But,
0: man, that, that, that's what I said, though. Yeah. I, said, yeah, it, it, what I said, you letting him slide, you <laughs> yeah. push a dude in the back like yeah, that, even though on, it was, a, uh-uh. it was
1: a, a, a push in the spine. Uh, I'm going to clean you, you out. You can hurt that dude. Yeah, I'm going to clean you out. Right? I mean, like, so... And also, Key, not to cut you off, I just feel like if LeBron was in his mid or even early 30s, he can carry his team through all this because he's always been able to put a team on his back and do whatever. He's just older now, and I think last year in the playoffs was the first time we saw. He can't even, and this is with all due respect again... It's hard for him to carry for the entire game. He has to pick and choose his quarters. Yeah, name. and just because Mother Nature's caught up, this guy's got a lot of miles and a lot of years on his body and his game, so he can't carry you for almost an entire game. Now he kind of picks and chooses spots. He understands his body when and where to go, and that's why I feel like AD needs to be more consistent. But but to AD's credit, I feel like AD's been consistent. No, this he year. has AD has been really consistent this year. He's played in, in more games than 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 he sat out. And when he does, play, when he is out there, he's he's a force to be reckoned with. No, he, he he's
0: certainly. As Lil Wayne uh, tried to do <laughs> trade him a couple months ago, all of a sudden he started playing. Lil yeah, Wayne said, Get right, him up out of here. Right, he too right, right, right. you know, he walking around like a paper bag. I I think they still need somebody with some I don't know, a little bit of a grunt to him. That,
1: that and shooting, I feel like. I, I feel like obviously LeBron is best when he has shooters around and he can work that middle that middle that middle of the court, and be able to get downhill and make plays for his teammates. Um, they don't have enough, to me, enough consistent shooting. And I feel like another guy that's kind of Jekyll and Hyde sometimes is D'Angelo D'Lo. Russell. D'Lo. Super talented, but kind of like I pick and choose when I want to go, too. And when you have two guys as talented as Anthony Davis and D'Lo, they kind of are on or off. If you have them on all the time, they completely change the dynamic of your team. Was
0: you on the Laker team with Swaggy?
1: No. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, wasn't,
0: I didn't know if he was on that team. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs>
2: Well, sticking sticking with the NBA, Draymond Green recently chimed in about the 65-game rule.
3: Joel playing tonight felt very much so because of the 65-game limit, where I think is actually quite bullshit. Guys didn't face those rules before, but those same NBA, all NBA teams, those same MVP awards, lists, uh, defensive player of the year, those lists are the same. I once lost um, a defensive player of the year award to Kawhi Leonard, and I think he played 51 games. In turn, um, you get Joel, who comes out there tonight, and he forces it. And Freak played with him and uh, J.K. diving for the ball, but maybe it's not as bad if the knee isn't already banged up. I don't really bang with it. And now we got one of our premier faces in this league, the MVP of our league, possibly hurt for an extended period of time because he's forcing it. All-star
2: Tyrese Halliburton and Kevin Durant express similar sentiments to the media and on Twitter, essentially saying the rule is dumb. Matt, do you agree with the players' <laughs> consensus here?
1: Um, I mean, obviously, being a former player, I feel like this is a trick bag because we had got to a point where guys were just sitting out. Yeah. And that's never good. But then you implement this rule... And now it's hurting potential awards and, and and careers. I think Kendrick Perkins made a great point yesterday on NBA Countdown, and I actually hit him after it and because and, and, it wasn't a very popular point. But he said, I would shut Joel Embiid down for the year. And they were going back and forth on why. But if you think about it, he has a bad knee, Key, and you know. Bad, knee, bad
0: bad knees for
1: a minute. Bad knees don't heal in 2 or 3 games off no, or they 2 don't. or 3 weeks. Like you really need time to heal that. And although he's possibly the front runner, he's been having a great season, Joel, but you can tell he's not all the way healthy. So this rule is tough. Um, you know, to 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 put that 65 cap on it. I feel like the NBA had to do something because I feel like load management got out of hand and it was, it was it was hurting the game. But then you put this on and and it also could be hurting the game to Draymond's point where you're making guys who are hurt they could really use some time off. But hey, I'm in a I'm in an M V P race. I'm not gonna take no time off and then he ends up hurting himself so again. So help
0: me understand the, the the actual rule. I understand all NBA, you got you know, they you make the all NBA team, whatever, whatever. It helps you with the supermax. I get mm-hmm, that part. Mm-hmm. But can you, is it a certain amount of players that has to dress for a game? Because in the NFL, or the 53-man roster, they could deactivate you for a certain game and mm-hmm. bring somebody else up. Mm-hmm. In the NBA, can, can't can you just dress and not play?
1: Uh, well, I mean, you have to get on the court, I think is what the is. Yeah, rule but okay, is. I'm
0: going to go into warm-ups or something and <laughs> do that and... Play a few minutes and then bring me out.
1: I don't think they've got that far. I think it might eventually get there. But to, to me, if, if if I'm a fan, because I, I think they're thinking from a fan's perspective, if, if I'm a fan of Joel Embiid and, and I paid a bunch of money to come watch yeah, him play. Yeah, I'm going to be mad. I, that. I, that,
0: that's the part I get See, mad at. Yeah, so
1: I think the NBA, that's what the NBA overall is thinking about. But, I mean, again, they have put this 65 is is, is is the number you have to play at least 65 games to be eligible to make any kind of accoladed uh, award. An-
0: another thing they can do is let us know, as fans, give us 48-hour notice that Matt Barnes is not going to play. And if Matt Barnes isn't going to play, you refund the, the team, the home <laughs> team. No, I know they ain't going to want to do that. It's taking right. money out the owner's pockets. Yeah. But refund me my money but back. At the end, I mean. Because if I think about it, though, Matt, growing up like we grew up, and we want to take our kids to a game.
1: I completely agree on that. And
0: side. and all of a sudden we done saved because Matt Barnes is coming to town, right? And now I done and saved it, it this cheap. little six hundred dollars. It ain't
1: cheap, six hundred on the low end. If you got a the, family, I'm of giving four, it the low end, right? Tickets, parking, food. Man, tickets, parking, sweatshirt. food, a
0: sweatshirt because he gonna cry if you don't get a sweatshirt. <laughs> right, and all right, of that, right? If you if I buy that ticket and you give me a I don't know forty eight hour notice that you're not gonna play this particular person, I should be either rewarded. Tickets for the future or give me my money back?
1: I think maybe rewarded tickets for the future because a lot of times, and, and I've seen it playing with AI or playing with Kobe, like game-time decisions, they're really limping around, beat up until, forget it, I'm going to go, I'm going to play, game-time decisions. So, I mean, I hear what you're saying. It's a tricky spot to be in because, again, you know, you guys are always doing it. When I was in the league, it was it was a badge of honor to play as many games as possible. Yeah. If you get to close to 82 as you can, we was having real two-hour practices every day. And then we went to war in the playoffs. Now load management is different, and I feel like key. I feel like this is a whole different situation. What starts at the younger age, I feel like kids are playing too much basketball before they even get to the league. I mean, Absolutely, kids are playing on three or four different teams, play over 150 Crazy. games in the summertime, and they're getting to the league Burned younger. Out. younger. But burnt out. Their yeah. bodies, they're coming in at 19, 20, 21, but their bodies and their knees, they've already been through a couple surgeries and beat up backs. And Absolutely. Your body is 27 while your real age is 21.
0: Nobody in my family, we all play football. My mm-hmm. son, scholarship to Nebraska, could have mm-hmm. went anywhere, top mm-hmm. 50 player in the country, could have went anywhere he wanted to, did not play Pop Warner football. Mm. I didn't play Pop Warner football. I didn't my nephew didn't play mm-hmm. Pop Warner football, but we all are walking and we healthy. and, and I had friends that played Pop Warner. He never went no High school. Mm-hmm. Man, by the time they got to their second, third year in the league, they was Beat done. Up.
1: Beat up. Beat
0: yeah, up. Knees all bad and everything.
1: It's a lot, man. I, yeah, I just feel like, and, and again, it's all, it used to be, when I came up in AAU, it was the best players played AU. and you only played AU first, like that short summertime. Now AU is year-round until you get to high school, and if you're not good enough now, your dad can go start another team. So it's not just the best, it's now it's, Platinum, gold, silver, bronze. But what like they what what is it that they
0: okay? What is it that they chasing?
1: Every you can't tell when I walk into a gym in Anaheim. You can't tell every single player and every <laughs> single parent in that gym that their kid is not going to the NBA. yeah, I, I,
0: yeah no I but I was crazy. in New York it shit is no, shit is crazy shit I was in crazy. New York in twenty 2020, twenty 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 one we moved back to work at uh, ESPN they wanted me to go back doing that pandemic year and work from the city why yeah. I don't know but. My son joined the Gauchos, mm. right? He's just, so you know. Man, he was practicing at 5 a.m. in the morning. And I kept saying to, you know, I kept telling Book, Coach Book. I kept telling Book. I'm like, Book, For what? do they realize he ain't going to the <laughs> NBA, man? <laughs> no, Dude, 5'7", man. He's not, not going to the NBA. They don't.
1: Yeah, it's just, they it's wow. Yeah, crazy expectations.
2: <laughs> well, All-Star Weekend is coming up, and we know our starters now in the Eastern and Western Conference me personally, I'm taking shy over Steph. But Matt, do you think there's any snubs for the starters list?
1: I mean, starters is, is, is a badge of honor. Um, you know, obviously making the all-star team is a great accomplishment, but it's hard to argue with anybody in the Western Conference right there. All these guys are at the top of their game still. Even LeBron is as old as he is; he's still, you know, one of the best players in the league. But Steph is great. You know, this is this is a new wave of popularity and and TikTok and 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 social media. And Shea is really big in that space. Steph is getting a little older. You know what I mean? So he's not as big in these spaces that possibly are driving these fan votes because a lot. What I think, if I'm not mistaken, fifty percent of this is fan voting. So, um, you know, some new faces on there. Congratulations to all those guys, but. I mean, I feel like Steph Man, should be one starting. New but who? On there. Ty, uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Shea's a starter now. There's some there's some definitely some new faces. But I
0: swear I've seen everybody up there before except Shay. <laughs> oh no, you know, you've
1: definitely seen it before, but not necessarily starting. Luca? Yeah. KD? The Joker? No, they've all made them, but I'm saying like Shay and Tyrese, these guys are new to starting. Yeah. You know, this is these are new I, to starting. I guess this, I'm
0: old because ain't no way in the world. Steph Curry, I watched him the other night. He hitting logo threes. Uh, no, like, it was cra- Man, he was crazy. At this, uh,
1: it's fan base. So, yeah, so I pose this question to you. As great as Steph still is, who are you going to put him in for on that list? If I'm not mistaken, Shea's like number two in the league in scoring. Or Man, top I'm three just doing scoring. it. I'm just doing it just right. because. Well, GP, I, feel that. Yeah, I feel that. I'm, I'm the I'm same just doing way. It. I'm the same way. Like, Chef should be starting, but I don't know for who. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he'll, he'll still get in. Oh, no, yeah, there's no question. Yeah. No question.
2: One marquee event during All Star Weekend is the three point shootout between Steph Curry and WNBA Sabrina Ionescu. Sabrina recently set the all time three point contest record, making 37 out of 40 shots. Mm. So, Dad, who's winning this shootout? Is she using a uh,
0: her ball? Uh, the, so she's gonna use women, her ball, a women's ball, women's yep. ball. Mm-hmm. No, 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 men's ball. No. I think I, I, I probably think Steph's gonna still win. She's tough.
1: She's tough. She's and, tough, and I love Steph, and I'm going with Steph, too, but Sabrina can shoot that thing, man. I, I think this is great. To me, this is outside-the-box thinking. This is the way to garner more eyes, Yeah, you know, because unfortunately, I feel like I used to be such a huge fan, not to change the subject, of the Pro Bowl back when you guys oh, played because yeah. it was a Hawaii, real game. Eat that pineapple. It was a real game. You know, now it's so many gimmicks and different things to try to get that attention. I feel like the All-Star game in the NBA has kind of lost it's, it's, its uh, too, because guys aren't really playing that hard out there. You know what I mean? So, this to me, this is a different way to get more eyeballs. Balls. Everyone's going to be watching this shootout, and it's two of the best shooters, if not two, the two yeah, best the shooters in the Yeah, but the thing is,
0: has she done this? See, he's done it before. She has too.
1: Oh, she, she's oh, yeah, grabbed she, the ball. She, she's done she's, it. Yeah, she's done her thing. Yeah, oh, she okay. set the She set the record for the most made. Was it in – was it for –
2: It was it, in what, the three-point contest, what,
1: yeah. Was it during the – was it during the NBA All Star Weekend though? Was it? Yeah. Oh, it was correct. W. Oh, excuse me. So WNBA All Star Weekend because I know sometimes correct. they they implement the WNBA in the NBA All Star Weekend. Okay. So no, she could really shoot.
0: No, I know she can yeah. shoot, but but I was just yeah. thinking, you know, you grabbing a ball. No, boom, she's done it off the rack. The ball.
1: Oh yeah, no, she okay. set the record.
0: I'm going with Steph, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going, going with, Steph. Gonna roll with Steph. Yeah,
1: I've got to go to Steph, but that's gonna be a good one.
0: You think Steph
2: might lose on purpose, maybe? Just nah, to, nah, nah, he ain't gonna I lose. you
1: know you, know, he you can't lose. You definitely not losing. how that's gonna look? Uh, can't do it. He's supposed, to be the the, he's supposed to be
0: the greatest nah. shooter to, to to ever put a, put the shoes on a court. Why would Man. he ever do that?
1: Nah, can't do it.
0: I understand what you're saying. Oh, he just lose on purpose because he, he wants to just give her the opportunity. No, no, no. He mm-hmm. can't do that. Nah, no, nope.
1: kill, killers don't do that. I hear you.
0: Okay, well, moving on to college <laughs> basketball. Bronny James
2: was recently trolled on the internet for his stat line versus Matt's UCLA Bruins. Oh, God. Yeah, he went zero for three from the floor, added a pair of free throws, and a block that resulted in a technical foul. Rumors, though, have circulated that he's already on multiple teams' draft boards. But Matt, without the James name, is Bronny an NBA talent this year?
1: To be honest with you, I haven't seen a ton of Bronny's games. I feel like he could probably use another year or two uh, of just kind of honing his skills. And, And Key and I, you and I were talking about this, you know, off air before we started Obviously, having that James name is going to help, but at the end of the day, it's not going to keep him there. It may help him get the opportunity to get into the league, but I feel like he possibly needs another year or two to hone his skills. Um, But it's tough. I mean, we played Bryce last night. You know, Crespi knocked out Sierra Canyon last night, and it's got to be hard to be – those two boys, because your dad is, is the greatest or arguably one of the greatest players ever. to live And we live in such a, obviously, a social media-driven era. So anything you do is going to be critiqued and criticized. And when you don't play well, it's going to be magnified. So I, yeah. I wish nothing but the best for those boys. Um, I think he is an NBA talent, but I feel like he could probably use another year or two under his belt. Um, but the clock is ticking because, you know, LeBron's ultimate goal is to play with his son. Yeah, and,
0: and, and the thing is, it's interesting because I was with LeBron – the end of last year after the Golden State playoffs, uh, playoffs, Mm -hmm. we were together and I was having a conversation with him about Bronny. We were just talking or whatever because Bronny had just committed to USC Mm -hmm. or whatnot, and we were just talking and talking about Bronny a little bit. And like he said – don't nobody know what the F my son doing. Mm. Everybody keeps speculating mm-hmm. he going to the NBA, going mm-hmm. to the NBA after his first year. He's like, man, mm-hmm. people don't even know what the fuck they talking about because we ain't made that decision right. yet. We have no idea. He may need another year. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And based on what happened to him with the cardiac arrest situation, what's the rush? Right. Ain't no rush.
1: Right. Daddy,
0: got a billionaire. <laughs> uh, you know, ain't no need to rush.
1: No, I agree. No. And, 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 and is he a Is he a
0: professional basketball talent? Yes, he's a professional basketball talent. Everybody thinks it's got to be the NBA all no. the time. Mm-mm. And it doesn't necessarily, obviously that's the ultimate goal, mm-hmm. is to be able to be in the NBA, wear the socks with the logo on it. Mm-hmm. But in the end, he's a pro basketball yeah. player. Will he will he at some point in time get a check from an NBA team? Yeah. Most likely, yes. Mm-hmm. Most likely, yes. Yeah. Man, they got dudes, they got dudes that get drafted all day long on two-way contracts in the G League, that's high draft picks, all those sort of things. They waste draft picks on dudes, as you know, Matt. They mm-hmm. couldn't play dead in the Cowboy movie. Mm. I think he gets trolled on social media because he is LeBron's son, right. and so much is made. It ain't no different than when you was in high school yeah, with me. Relate. It ain't no different. Mm-hmm. That's the way they was hating on you. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, how did he get a scholarship? Dude about my son at the time might be five ten, one 175. Nick Saban, we at the 707 tournament. Lane Kiffin called me. I'm like, what's up, Lane? Coach wants to talk to Keyshawn. Get a phone to Keyshawn. Nick Saban. Hey, what's up, Nick? Okay, here, let me give it to him. Boy, here, come on. He in the middle of the game. I said, come over here, man. Nick Saban on the phone. Everybody looking. He offering him a scholarship. Mm. But... It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. They going to hate.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just what it is. It's more, jeala- gonna it's more jealousy. more They going to hate. Anything. They going to hate
0: on you cuz you on my show now. They going to hate. Period. That's just what it is.
1: It's jealousy, insecurity. Yeah. Their life sucks, so they going to hate. But I feel like the well, uh, last thing I will say on this is a lot of this is based off potential. Yes. So your last name is James, and you see what the father's been absolutely. Able to do. So they're hoping at one point Bronny can be not his, not his dad. He ain't but, gonna never but, be his father. But something you know in that same realm. So I feel like LeBron or uh, Bronny will be an NBA player at some point. I just don't know how fast that's the, D- happen. the
0: DNA is there. It's absolutely. Just what is what is it, it ultimate? Gonna, the goal is going to be, and where is he going to end up at? Yeah
2: is a good follow-up. Uh, both of you are former professional athletes whose son have followed in your career footsteps. But Matt, what is this experience like? Uh, let's start with you because you just said you had a uh, two players that are playing cool. right now. Crespi,
1: yeah, right, yeah. I got twin boys, Isaiah and Carter. They're freshmen playing varsity. Uh, they knocked nice. out the one, the number one team, uh, Sierra Canyon, where uh, Bryce goes last night. Uh, And it's been an amazing journey, an amazing roller coaster. And, and, you know, when Key was echoing that they're going to hate on you because of who your pops is, it's been the same thing. But I've been preparing my kids for this since they were little. You know, I I came fresh out of the NBA and started coaching them in AAU. And we worked our way to the number one team in the country by the time we were seventh and eighth grade. But it was always, oh, they're this or they're that or you're that. They're just because they're your sons. And to me, that made them work harder, but also be prepared for the brightest lights. Now, again, they're freshmen playing varsity at Sierra Canyon, a rough environment, and they're both doing their thing. Like, it's not – I'm their dad, but their work speaks for itself, just like I'm sure your son's work spoke for itself. So it gets frustrating at times, but at the at, at the end of the day, I just want to make sure my boys are prepared for all the bullshit that may come and all the glory that may come.
0: Yeah, no, it's the same thing, Matt, with, with <clears throat> Keyshawn. It was the same thing with my nephew, although my nephew's not my son. I helped my brother right. raise him. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? He lived in my mom's household. With Keyshawn, the hate is just, that's just what I used to tell him all the time. Uh, you know, because he's a social media dude. He, mm-hmm. he like all that shit, the mm-hmm. Instagram, and he like yep. dealing with all I tell him, say, chap, uh, uh, what did they say? Uh, clap back at him. Mm-hmm. Go on and tell him, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I got a brand new Camaro because that's my daddy. You <laughs> right. fucking right. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, I live in a right. nice
0: house because it's my daddy. Right, right. He, he I has told paid you a lot of the that way. is jealousy, man. I ain't got, a lot of that. Man, I have no problem yeah. telling my kids to tell a motherfucker all day is. long. is. I'm on top because it's my daddy who's putting me in a position to do it.
1: But also, you got to think about it from a standpoint of this social media. You've never seen someone that's doing well talk down about somebody who's not. You know what I mean? So it's just it's the people that are below you, with all due respect, whether it be social status cla- uh, uh, classification or or talent, who are just you know looking up like damn. And I, I would give anything to be there, but since I can't be there, let me talk bad about. it. And you.
0: I always tell I always tell my kids. I tell him in general when he was playing ball. If it's not what you want to do. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, I can't if love it more than if you. you. Wanna, if you don't yeah. want to do it and you want to go chase the skirts and hang out and graduate from school and get education, I'm thing. good with you. I'm going to support you. Don't even trip. Right. You don't have to play because yeah. I played.
1: Right. You don't have to play
0: football because I played
1: it and, and my I, nephew played it. And it's you unfortunate and you've probably seen it too. Like Sometimes I feel like kids are trying to live through their children and I feel like they make it a job too early and sometimes the parents love it more than the kids do and I feel like that's when the kids are burnt out you know what I mean I mean absolutely I, my whole thing was I never worked the twins out at all like co worked them out for their 10th birthday one time and it kind of turned the light on but they really didn't start working out they they just turned 15 they didn't start working out till they're like 12 or 13 because I wanted to make sure that's what they wanted to do not what I wanted to do or what I wanted them to do I was never going to push him in it because, again, I feel like I see it all the time where these parents are just making it a job at a young age. You're working out before school, after school, with we'll practice, seven days a week. I'm like, the pros don't even work that much. Yeah. These are kids, so, yeah. they're, they're, you know, that light is going to burn out. So No, I yeah, didn't work, I didn't work him out.
0: It. I paid people to work him out, or, and that was it. I never – I didn't when even – yeah, I didn't do, even he wanted, wanted to do it. it. Sometimes foremost, I didn't even go yeah. to the workout. Right. He would waste my money. I didn't pay for it. <laughs> where you at? Oh, I'm working out. I get another call. I thought you said you was working out. Oh, because he didn't want to do it. What you laughing at? It's the truth.
2: You, <laughs> moving <laughs> on, moving on. Um, I, I want to play this Nick, uh, Nick Wright. Uh, hold
1: on. Uh, you where brought. Now uh, You brought back too many memories yeah, right there, at? right? Oh, I'm, a, I'm,
0: a, I'm, a, I'm at the field. Right. No, you're not. He telling right. me right now you ain't at the field. Uh, we on our way. No, you uh, not. Right. All right, moving on, though.
2: I want to play this uh, take by Nick Wright. He had regarding the Mahomes, Brady, and LeBron Jordan
4: debate. Take a look. Tom did something interesting because Tom was on with you. You know, he did a couple of interviews today. And one of them, he was asked about Mahomes. And Tom said, you know, was talking about how great he is and all these things. And then he was like, listen, man. Because he was asked about someone else being the GOAT. He was like, listen, if anyone can get to seven Super Bowls, like, I want to shake their hand because I know. <laughs> like, he's he made it very clear. Oh, yeah, someone else can be the GOAT. They better get seven fucking rings, though, because <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing about someone because he knows seven's going to be hard. But yeah. And so he's like, that's the standard. Just to be clear, get to seven and we can talk. But <laughs> I don't think you have to get to seven. Like, the point I always make, Michael Jordan retired the first time, had three rings. Magic was still playing at that time, had five. Corinne had just retired, had six. You know what they put on Michael's statue? The greatest there ever was, the greatest there ever will be. They weren't counting rings then. They were like, no, we saw him. He's better than everybody. He's the yeah. best. Good Nobody point. ever started, by the way, counting rings until Michael got the most. And then people were like, oh, we got to count the rings.
2: So, Matt, do you agree with Nick that Mahomes doesn't need to stack rings to surpass Brady in the same way LeBron doesn't need six rings to pass Jordan? This
1: is a tough question, and I think we're always trying to figure out who is what. Uh, First of all, everyone we've mentioned are great in their own right. I just know Mahomes is on a hell of a pace, but four Super Bowls in his first six years? Yeah. I mean, hell of a pace. I feel like overall as a talent, Mahomes is a better talent, more talented quarterback than Tom Brady. Tom Brady played a lot of years and got seven rings. So to me, it's some people hold talent as the ultimate, you know, decider. Some people hold merchandise, you know, I mean, what you've done, especially in the NBA with, you know, uh, what's his name from the – from the Celtics that won seven rings, Bill Russell. Yeah, yeah Bill Russell runs. You know, eleven rings. Eleven. You know I mean so it just kind of depends on you know. It, it, and a couple all of them was as a coach too. Yeah, this is all opinion based. You know, at the end of the day, I think just to even be in this conversation, you know, you're great. Uh, Tom Brady, as we stand right now, is the goat in the NFL. But I feel like Mahomes has more talent than Tom Brady. But it's gonna, it's, you know, how many rings can you win? And then when he's done, you're gonna have to chop that up. And you figure know what's out. so
0: crazy? Like you said, these conversations. So clearly, everybody except Bill Russell. <laughs> Right, I got an opportunity to see play. Uh-huh. Whether it was me hanging out with Michael Jordan early in my career, going to Chicago, sitting courtside, or New York, or whatever the case is. When I was a young kid, uh, wearing a knee sleeve, even though nothing was wrong with my damn and knee, rolling it down. For the red, yeah, the I had to have the red, you know on, what mate? I'm saying? What you know? And so, LeBron, you look at his situation, he's been to 10 finals, I think, 11 finals, or whatever the number is, and how many championships... When I look at that, I say to myself, I just enjoy watching the greatness mm-hmm. because everybody's standards of a GOAT is a little bit different. Yep. Right? Tom Brady says seven rings. Well, I don't say seven rings because I look at Joe Montana. He was 4-0, and oh, just like Jordan was 6-0. and oh. He had zero interceptions in the Super Bowl. So some people, even Joe, is like, come on, man. Right. I don't care how you got right. seven and you have right. been at 10. Mm-hmm. I've been to four, and we dominated Flawless. every single time. Flawless. So now when you talk about Brady's career at the beginning, Tom Brady's career at the beginning, he didn't win no MVPs, none, zero. Patrick Mahomes got two MVPs already, okay, plus two Super Bowl MVPs, plus he's been in the Super Bowl four oh, times, times in six. Mm-hmm. He's been in the AFC Championship game six straight times. So when you point to Brady's success early in his career, the first thing we could talk about is – well, he dinked and dunked along the way. He got some help. He had one of the all-time great coaching staffs. One of the, uh, not considered. I'm not even talking about with Bill Belichick. I'm just talking about the assistants with Romeo Cornell's oh, yeah. and, and Charlie Weiss's. Just tutelage. Underneath. I mean, it just yeah. that, that's something Everybody. totally yeah. different, Hell, yeah. right? And in, in, in terms of Brady, then there was a ten-year stretch there where they didn't win anything, and then he went on a nice little magical carpet ride again. Mm-hmm. So. I look at it and I say, no, it's not going to take seven. Patrick Mahomes, for people to really start to say go to him. Three or four. I think he's going to take at least four. four. And then people are going to be like, okay. Because if you discount the early success of Brady, who hadn't, didn't win any, any MVPs at all, Patrick Mahomes has two of those and more to come. And his cast. Okay, yeah, he had Tyreek Hill and he had Kelsey. But Brady quietly had some Hall of Famers on the defensive side of the ball and had a tied-in in in Gronkowski, nice little system players in Wes Welker along with Julian Edelman, a beast with Corey Dillon in the backfield. Mm -hmm. I mean, a third-down specialist in Kevin Falk. I mean, I can go through the whole Mm -hmm. gauntlet of reasons why early Brady won championships. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking nothing away from him. But I also could balance that off with looking at Patrick Mahomes. First thing everybody said last year, they're done. There's no Tyreek Hill. Man, what this motherfucker go out there and do? He went out there and won <laughs> a damn Super Bowl. Right. Oh, they're, 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 they're right. bad. They're going to lose to the Ravens. They're on the road. There's, there's, there's no way. They'll beat Miami. They'll go to Buffalo and lose. This dude went to Buffalo and beat Josh Allen and then went on the road and beat Baltimore, who had the number one seed, beat them, and now he's getting ready to go to Vegas and play a team that he throttled a year ago in San Francisco. Hey, take it easy, now. I mean, I'm just, I'm just yeah, saying. No. I know you're a Bay Area guy and
1: everything, but no, I feel you.
0: It's, it's just I when you, you look at it. Yeah. You know, when you look at it and you say these things, but it's a good conversation. Yeah, to Yeah,
1: absolutely. Again, all of this is and nobody best. will
0: ever be Jordan. No. And the reason nobody ever be Jordan? Because he created the shoe game. Man, his off the court stuff is ridiculous. I mean, it's I ridiculous. think, it, I think
1: it's safe to say that LeBron will have an all time career. Yes. Better than yeah, Jordan. But absolutely. we're talking about player. To me, it's hard to crack that. You know, it's hard to crack what MJ accomplished. And, and to me, when they ask me, you know, who's who's the, who's the GOAT or who is? I feel like, you know, MJ, Kobe and Bron are all in that yeah, and that's upper same. echelon. I yeah. mean, it, it's opinion based. You may have one. Eh. And but that's just me, like you say, opinion
0: great. based. I never start NBA all time. Great conversations without mentioning Kareem. Because I, too, saw him play at the, toward the end of his career. But I also know the history of basketball. Yeah, right. He won at every single level that he's ever played on. You're right. I mean, they, they they put rules in
1: for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Are you taking a prime Kareem or a prime Shaq?
0: <laughs> a prime Kareem or a prime Shaq? Man, they couldn't do nothing. They could they couldn't do nothing with the cap, though, man, from what I understand. See, I didn't see him play in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I was
1: a kid. Yeah, I was, but I from everything that
0: I heard, they couldn't do nothing with him. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't do nothing with him. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw Shaq play, obviously,
1: LSU all the way through the end mm-hmm. of
0: his career. It, it, it feels like, okay, so what era are we
1: talking just when, when when Shaq is... 20, when Shaq was Shaq. skinny Shaq in Orlando. Yeah, 25 to... I don't know. You know, to 30. Because, like because your the dream
0: gave him work when he was in Orlando. The dream was crazy. He gave dream him work crazy. in Orlando. That was a
1: baby Shaq. Yeah. So... You're right. No, you're absolutely right. But I feel like Shaq played in an era where there was more... Re- big-time centers, and this is no knock to before us. We, when people talk about Wilt and these guys, like I, I don't feel like they played against the level of competition, obviously, that Shaq night in, night out. You got to think in the late, the mid-90s to the early 2000s, you had to have a big man to win a championship. You know, the, the, the shooting came later. How
0: many, how many, okay, so you had Patrick Ewing, you had Lonzo, you had Dream, you had Shaq. Who else am I missing? That was a
1: big... Rick Schmidt. I mean, there's a a bunch of big guys that may not have been like all-star Hall of Fame level, but there was just big guys that could really play. You think Schmitz and in, 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 in Rick Indiana? Rick Schmitz, whatever his name is? Um, who else? We gotta remember that. I mean, there was just a lot of there was a lot No, there was of some bigs. bigs. I'm just
0: I'm just throwing a blank right mm-hmm, now.
1: Me too, for some reason.
0: I'm trying to think who, but no, there were bigs. Yeah. But Shaq, yeah, I No, Chamberlain wasn't. Chamberlain was way before. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a shot
1: that nobody could defend. No, you have the skyhook. He created a shot. Yeah. And they, Dude would shoot skyhooks from the three, and man. they changed the rules in college because they of changed all the, the rules. that Kareem was doing. So it's, it's a but, I don't know. That's a, yeah, it's that's an conversation. interesting conversation. Yeah.
2: Well, Matt, we know you're from Santa Clara, you know, yay area. <laughs> Are you giving Purdy a chance to Ooh. take down Mahomes in the Super Bowl?
1: Uh, I was really impressed with what Purdy did uh, last game. Obviously, rough first half, but his ability to hit his targets, but then also get out of the pocket, keep plays alive, and then get downfield for them 10, 12-yard gains that kept drives alive. So I say all that to say, man, I'm bang, bang, a gang. I, I feel like we have an amazing arsenal around him. Our defense is very solid. But, again, Pat Mahomes is a problem, man, and he, and he makes things happen. So, you know, I'm definitely cheering for the Niners, uh, but I, I, I'm cheering more for for just a, a memorable game.
0: Yeah, I I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. No, you can't. I just can't. I can't. Hard you know, do. it's like betting against Brady. It's just hard, it's to, hard do. to do. Hard to do. You know, it's a hard It's, it's mm-hmm. hard to do to bet against a dude that you've seen. Yeah. When they said he couldn't, he did. That's just—it's yeah. just a hard one to, to bet against. I so. Agree. You know, do I think Brock Purdy is here to stay as a quarterback in the NFL? Yeah, he ain't going nowhere. He's a good quarterback. He's Everybody want to say he's a game manager. All quarterbacks are game managers when they need to be. And, and he's shown the ability when he needed to to, make to the push plays. the ball down the yep. field and make the plays. Mm-hmm. You can't argue with that. Every single game, it gets brighter and brighter. Yep. And he continues to keep showing that he belongs but I'm going with my homes in the game. I don't even yeah. – I'm sorry.
1: I just – I'm not mad at Don't be sorry. I'm still be wearing my Niner jacket, talking shit, and, and being loud. But, again, I know who they're going up against and, and what his pedigree is about and, and the connection with him and Kelsey and, and the way they've been playing. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a good one for sure. But, yeah, I'm definitely going for the Niners.
2: Okay. Uh, Matt, I wanted to play back what KG had to say when we went on your podcast, All the Smoke. Let's take a listen.
3: Yeah, I remember mean, me you, Matt, man, you was nice. As, man, your rookie year, you was nice as hell. I'm talking about nice, like, hey, what's up, big fella? Hey, I think the next year I saw you, boy, you had tats on you. you was about to be- <laughs> <laughs> man, you, you was in my grill, like, nigga, you picked me one i like, yo, it's... Was-
4: this Barnes, right, Joe? I don't
1: know what they're Matt Barnes, like, yeah, yeah, niggas think it's sweet out here for the white. Yeah, fight. hey, P used to try to fuck with me too. Straight it's just, it just that's hey, like, like you said. That's how it was. They were bullies. It's that hair. Yeah, don't it's get that. that hair. Hair. Yeah, that's yeah, what. You act like my nigga didn't grow up it's in the That hair, Cut
3: it out. Matt, speak from that. Okay. And he like, look at nigga. Don't ever get this. Oh, my dog from that. Don't get it twisted. Don't have to half
1: fool you. I used to get bullied. No, bull. Like people try to light skin, hair, couple tattoos. They would try to bully me. So just early on, I knew, like, the cool, I'd be cool with you, smoke weed with you all day after, but during, you know, between them lines, it, right. it definitely, it's funny you said, it, cause the mentality had to change. Yeah. So can you speak on this further a little?
2: What precipitated your bad boy image in the league?
1: Uh, I mean, it was kind of the same slander I got when I came to this show from your dad. <laughs> that light skin, curly hair kind of mantra, reputation. reputation. Um, but I came, you know, I, I just had a different background. My pops was in the streets. You know, he, he was a butcher by day, drug dealer by night. So I just seen a lot of different stuff. So although I'm half Italian, half black. So I turned out with decent hair and a lighter complexion. But like my dad is like... 2.15 in the a.m. dark and I feel like I have his mentality although you know I'm light-skinned so I was always respectful to everybody you know what I mean because I'm that's the type of person I am but I knew I had to crash and, uh, scrat- uh, scratch and claw to, to make the league and, and stay in the league you know I was a football player first I chose basketball and, and, and it was a tougher journey for me but it's what I wanted to do so I mean it was going to be either be me or them you know what I mean and in and, and the beginning of my career I bounced around and try to try to find a home but I realized that you know, you can't always. There's a time and place to be cool, and and between the lines wasn't one of them. You
0: no, know, so crazy though, man. The the whole light skinned fair skin thing in professional <laughs> sports is some of the some of the craziest conversations <laughs> that you can have. Boy, you know, we did it in football. Yeah. The same thing. Like, man, tell me one dude light skinned that's good. They be like Tony Gonzalez. You're like, man, that's not the same, man. Ain't, that, that. That doesn't work. Give me one that's real right. good. No, but it's. I don't know, man. It's just one... It and, you, and you went to UCLA. Yeah. No, I, so every... You know how that is. The powder blues. People yeah. just feel like soft. soft. Yeah, they just soft feel soft. The,
1: yeah, and it just... I didn't come from that. You know what I mean? So I could have fit the, the stereotypical look of being there, but... My pops was different, and and, and, and that's what I kind of stood on. So when people would see the curly hair or the tattoos, they're like, oh, this dude is, huh, this, is." Huh? this. Huh? And then they would get into it. And I'm just like, I never claimed to be the toughest guy ever. But I learned, you know, I was always fighting. So if it came down to it, you know, it, I, I was okay with that. So... Again, the one that, that made me laugh when I seen him because again, I remember meeting KG the first time because I'm fans of all these guys. Yeah. Very respectful. But when we get through the lines, man, it's I gotta try to make a living off this.
0: Light skinned dude, I'm gonna take advantage of him. Yeah. I wish they yeah. would line a light skinned dude <laughs> up on me. I'm getting ready to do something dirty. <laughs> He got nice hair. He, mom and dad probably got jobs. That's uh, the way they think. Right? <laughs>
1: right?
0: right. They
1: both got jobs. Right, they got nah, 401Ks. Nah, Here nah. we are starving to death. See, my parents were functioning drug <laughs> addicts. Like, I didn't come from that prototypical light-skinned background. Like, yeah. I came, you know, food stamps, staring so moving out the mud. So my, you know, my, my complexion can can deceive people at times. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, give us your top five NBA bad boys of all time. Ooh,
1: bad boys, bad boys. Dennis Rodman. Ron Artest. Um, ben Wallace. Uh, Charles Oakley. Draymond Green. See, you
0: miss missing. I, 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 I wouldn't I, even have Ben Wallace on there. Who would you put? I'm gonna put uh, Rashid on
1: there. Oh, good call.
0: Rashid going on there. Yeah. I. I and then you Anthony said Mason. you said Dre,
1: No, I'm putting I'm putting Oak on there. I put Oak on there. Did you say Oak? Mm-hmm. I put Oak. He was the second, my second to last. Yeah. Let me say. So you said who? So I said Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Ron Artest. For sure. I put uh, Draymond. Draymond. Let me hold up on that. The, Draymond. Uh, I put uh, Oak. Oak. And then, who was my last one? You said Ben Wallace. Wallace. I'm going to
0: say Rasheed. I'm going to say Rasheed because Rasheed didn't... Anthony Mason. He didn't give a fuck. Anthony Mason didn't give a fuck. fuck.
1: Uh, Xavier McDaniels didn't give a fuck. X didn't give a fuck. Uh, Who else? Bernie Maxwell didn't give a fuck. Yeah, but see... He was little, He was a little cat. (laughs) But he was still burnt. (laughs) They said he put hands on GP. Stevie Jack? Yeah, Jack. Yeah, that's my guy. Jack was a bad boy. I like Pat Bev. I like what he does. He's a little guy, though.
0: But see, Pat Pat is more scrappy on yeah, your
1: nerves. Right. Even and though actually, you know what I'm saying, yeah.
0: he just yeah. he like Pat is cool, but it, like I hate Pat. Like I don't even like as a fan, man. I hate watching him, man. He, but when he with the Lakers, I'm you cool. Good with it, right. I'm cool. But right. when he just because he like a little nap, man, antics, get out of here. The
1: antics, you know. The antics yeah. is a lot, yeah. but he, you, yeah. You, you talking about like enforcer bad boy types. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about enforcer bad like boy that would slap the shit out of you. Yeah, like, yeah. like Oak did. I put uh, Oak number one. I put Oak number one. they said Oak <laughs> slapped uh, Charles Barkley.
0: No, I not Barkley. No, no, he hit.
1: Uh, oh, Jeff McGinnis. Jeff McGinnis over, yeah, over some, over some shit. Yeah, yeah, he hit Jeff McGinnis. I remember <laughs> yeah. that like it was yesterday. Them coming off the, uh, the the shoot around court, yeah, smack them him. coming
0: on, And the thing is, is see, I remember all that because in my New York days, that was all part of my little crew.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I was, I was, oh, and, you know, right, I was a young uh,
0: puppy uh, running around, messing around with him and MJ and all yeah, the dudes when they come yeah, to town. Right. You know, it was just one of mm-hmm. those hangout out type situation. Yeah. So I remember when he slapped Jeff McGinnis. What was Long that like? That mercy. What,
1: was, what was that? I mean, obviously we just had you on the pod, and I can't wait for everyone to see you on all the smoke. But what was the, what were those early days in New York like? Because I mean, obviously we West Coast dudes for life, and you go to New York is is, is the media mecca, and, and you're running with the big dogs. What was that like in your early days?
0: Man, it. Well, number one, I had just came from USC, number one pick in the draft. We went one to fifteen, but that really didn't. That it wasn't about the one at fifteen. It was just understanding like how to move around in New York. So this was at the height of the Biggies and the Tupacs, yeah, the saying, West, Coast, West versus Coast versus the Beach. East Coast. Yeah, yeah. I was in the middle of all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was friends with both of them on both sides, you know, more friends with, with Pac than I was with Big Nem but I was still, it was all that, you know. Everybody think the clubs was popping now. Like back oh. then, the clubs was crazy. And then everybody talk about like when you start I, had, I wasn't married yet to his mom. I eventually got married, then I eventually got divorced. Mm-hmm. And all that was a, a, a New York contributed to both sides of the equation. Because his mom was still in school. Keyshawn's mom was still in school at USC. Oh, so, so she I was, was out here. She was still in school at USC, and I was out there as a the Long Ranger. The so at one that point. The draft, yeah, it was over. It was in The mouthpiece? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't oh. over with. It was oh, over with. At that point, so when you look at it, it was all just fun. And then once. We started winning, oh, it was over. Because I went 1-15, then eventually Two we went to later, the championship cha- game. AFC, right. and you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Then at that point, I started going to Pro Bowls and everything. So it was really me, Derek Jeter, Patrick Ewing, mm. and Michael Strahan mm. was really. And then King, I want to say, I, I feel like in hockey, it was like Mark Messier or something like that. And those were pretty much, the and dogs. then you had Bad Boy and Puffy Nim and the mm-hmm, Rappers and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. But for the most part, that's what it was. Hey, Matt.
1: Hell of a time. Hell of a time to be alive. <laughs> you no, hey, I, I, hey, I always say I wish hey, I was 10 years older. I wish I was the, 10 years the, older. The, the,
0: the lifestyle, because I don't smoke weed and none of that, mm-hmm, drugs, none of that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. And I barely drank. Mm-hmm. Barely. At the end of the day, you just get. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's different. <laughs> oh, man. It's different. Oh, I, uh, I had imagine. my first
0: sushi out there. And the reason I did it is because it was a girl who talked me into doing it. And she looked good. Because I had to. And she
1: looked good. I had to. Yeah, no, no. It was like... What you want me to eat, baby? Oh, yeah, go (laughs) ahead.
0: I had to. I had to. Is that it? You want me to to get anything else, baby? Prior to that, I wouldn't touch it. Right. I ain't stopped since then. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. No problem.
1: No, I can imagine. The the, the, the New York Times in the time in the 90s.
0: Man, all I did was help help take the team. Many would say I took the team, but I helped take the team... To the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Right now in New York City, it's like I I won five Super Bowls they or something. You, that's I how they treat that's me. That's dope. Because they cool, you know, it's just loyal. cool like that. loyal, yeah. Well, Matt, we know you were an all-star
2: athlete in basketball and football. Some would like to say you're sitting next to a real wide out. <laughs> Could you have played wide receiver in the NFL had you stuck with it?
1: I don't like to disrespect because I know how hard it is to make any kind of professional realms, but I feel like it's seven. 220, ran a four three nine had a 40-inch vert, can really catch and really run routes. I feel like if I would have stuck with my first love, because people don't know, I didn't pick up basketball till I got a, a, maybe, I always played it, but I didn't start taking it serious until like late middle school, early high school. But football from the crib, because my dad was a street dude, so he would play in them Sunday tackle football leagues, got a call, one time got a trial with the 49ers, so football was my life. So I feel like if I would have kept football first, then I definitely could have made the NFL. I just don't know how long it would have lasted being six eight. You know, I look back at the Harold Carmichaels from from uh, You're six, the Eagles. Eight? Yeah.
0: What was you in high school? Six eight. Oh. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Harold, tall. Harold Carmichael from Ain't
1: the Eagles, and then you see Tony Gonzalez is maybe six years older than me, but he was only six four. You know, Key came are you, 6'3", 6'4". So there wasn't really no one my size out there doing it. And that's what kind of deterred me. Like, hey, maybe let's just stick to this basketball thing. But if you watch my career, it makes a lot of sense because I love physicality. Like, it wasn't out there trying to be a tough guy. Like, I'm used to getting tackled or being tackled, you know, or or tackling somebody. So that was kind of my mentality. No,
0: you being 6'7", 6'8", you would have been an easy target for a chop down.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And but you would have but you would've,
0: you would've still been able, you know, Randy Moss about Randy 6'5 six, six, five five and a half, yeah. man. Yeah. Randy Moss tall as a yeah.
1: motherfucker. Mm-hmm.
0: Every time I see him, like, damn, yeah. you tall. Like I said yeah. to you at, at yeah. the uh, studio, when I saw you, I hadn't seen you in a long mm-hmm. time. That's why I looked at him. This motherfucker tall. Because you can take advantage of certain situations, you know, where you run slants, you're a big dude, your body alone going to shield
1: people.
0: You know, going down the sideline, fade routes, bombs, all that sort of stuff. Where it gets, gets dangerous for Cross big dudes that is shallow crosses, Cross that things middle. in the middle of the them field. quick,
1: them quick slants. Other than yeah, that, or them you, screens. Yeah. No, yeah, you. Yeah, you probably, you probably. I like could have okay. made, made a splash, but again, I don't know what the longevity would have been like because of my size. But you, you know, know, they hit hard in the NFL. Yeah, though, and that's back when you could really hit. Yes, yeah, they hit hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, I'm not. Again, they I'm they not trying hard. to take away from anybody. But I was always with that. Like, football was really, really my first sport. You know, they, so I understand the physicality. I'd never obviously got to the, to the NFL level with it, but, I, you know, I'm a huge fan of it. So I know how they, and back when you was playing, there wasn't really no, you just take them out. Yeah,
0: dudes, dudes, <sighs> dudes in NFL, how I like to, to describe certain cats in the NFL, they broke, they ain't got no money. They get to the league, they get a little bit of money. They get babies. Then they got their wives and their girlfriends arguing with them every single day. They got them car seats in the back with, them, with them, them SUVs. And they got full grown man beards. And they ain't got nothing to live for. They just mad. They got their tattoos. And you get to talk a shit to them. They want to break your... Face and then in half. they didn't
1: like basketball players too because back then you could be a star and not really be known, but you'd yeah. be sitting on the bench in the league and everybody's ah oh, look at them, look at them. So I always because I was a football player first. So I was, I was someone in college that was cool with both sides. And yeah. then when I was in the Bay, they used to always you'd be a little bit of funk between the Raiders and Niners because we were Golden State and they would be have all it would keep, I'm telling you. We walk in the club And they'd all be By the football players We walk in And all the women Would come over To the oh, basketball course. players You know what I mean So it was always Kind of like Man fuck them So it, the football Yeah football players You know they, I they ain't really a experienced different.
0: that But I understand What you're saying <laughs> <laughs> no, I really didn't Experience that I, I would walk in the club And the basketball players Would be over there And then all of a sudden Everything Yeah nah no, I mean,
1: right it, 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 it wasn't like that For us <laughs>
2: That's
0: thanks a lot, man. I, hey, man, you know man, I love having, having fun me, bro, with you, baby. Sure, Good to see you. Appreciate you joining Good me. Good luck. That's a wrap for today. I appreciate my guy Matt Barnes, NBA champion, for joining us on this show. Don't forget to subscribe and follow All Facts Podcast on social media. Until then, it's Keyshawn.